following podcast is recorded and produced by Emerge, a media creators co-op, in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. Welcome back to another episode of Bill's a Hog Pod, man. Fellas. Fellas. Josh Allen, you know, he's starting his golf season a little earlier than, than I think all of us wanted wanted well, wanted it to be, pardon. Um not not the outcome that we wanted this past weekend, but it is what it is, man. You take it to the chin, you know, it's something that us Bills fans are used to the last four years. Uh, you take it to the chin, you, you move on, you know, as Sean McDermott says, you know, you got to learn from this. It's starting to get a little old, it's starting to get a little old, man. I, I, I sound depressed cause I think I am. There's a little bit of part of me that, that the last two days, if I'm being honest with the both of you, well, everybody here in the room, um, if I'm being honest, I, I really haven't put much stock into this game yet. Walked out of the stadium. I know a lot of you probably everybody saw the video of me coming at Tyler Bass. I, Coming to Tyler Bass, just saying that he needs to be cut. Not coming for his life. That's that's Travis wants to get into that here in a little bit. We'll a little bit. Um, not that guy. Um, and and there was probably some some what's it called right after something happens. I, I put blame on Tyler Bass immediately after the game, but obviously I understand the Bills. For those of you in the comments that are like, well, they didn't just lose because of Tyler Bass. I'm not an idiot. I'm not an idiot. I was pissed off You're walking out of the stadium. I was pissed off walking out of the stadium, and Tyler Bass says, he, the guy has an easy, easy, look at him. He's easy to pick on, all right? He's easier to pick on than Josh Allen. Um, but, no, a lot of, lot, of, lot of reasons why the Bills lost this past, uh, this past weekend. I'm sure you guys have all of the stuff you want to break down, and, unfortunately, I'm ready to dive into it. <laughs> um, not what I was looking to do here this, tonight, but it, it, it is what it is, and we got to do it. It's our job, man. You know, I didn't even watch that. I didn't even watch Tyler Bass's kick. I didn't. I put my I put my head down on the on the stadium seat, and just I I just knew it was over. I didn't know it was wide right to be honest. I just thought he missed it, like plain missed it. Everybody around me was like, "Fuck this, fuck that." I look over your dad after he missed it. Your dad was like, "Yeah, I'm done. You can sit here watch the rest of the game. I'm walking back to the truck." <laughs> so I walked after. I stayed for a few more minutes. And I walked back to your truck by myself. I don't. Blame it was a long I, walk. It's, it, it's it's brutal. Yeah. So I'll give you a quick rundown. You know, um, we're up there and your guys' seats and yeah. I see the kick go up and truth be told, up there it's kind of tough to see if it what goes in or not. And so I thought it did go in, and then I saw the Chiefs players like celebrating, and and I and I saw the sideline going nuts, and yeah. Tyler Bass just walking off like, God, the guy, the guy just. It's bringing back. It's bringing back PTSD, man. It's making me want to record another TikTok about Tyler Bass. It was on our end zone too. That's that's that a shame, man. That's a shame. But John, what's your thoughts, man? What is your thoughts mm. here in the conference championship week? Uh, I want to lead off by saying I'm very disappointed in the Bills. Obviously, I'm more disappointed in Bills Mafia. Uh, yes, Tyler Bass missed a kick. Yes, we lost. To, to to give death death threats to 
another human is just mm-hmm. just disappointing to mm-hmm. see out of a fan base that we know is better than that. Yeah. Um, hey, what are you going to do, man? That's why you play the game of football. Hey, Tank. Can you, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, uh, Tank. So last week, just real quick, are you able to drag the screen, like drag oh, yeah, the, the right-hand side of the screen so we'd be able to see the YouTube comments? Maranto had it set up. There we go. Thank you. Sorry, don't mean to interrupt. Uh, <laughs> apologize, I'm the apologize about that. By the way, Tank, the Tank, Tank is back, back in the house, back. man. You know, Survive, survived the snow. He, 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 he's, he's here. He's alive. We're back. Everything's back. So like Josh said, we're alive and well. Yeah, we're alive and well. Didn't didn't mean to didn't mean to interrupt you there. I, I liked good, I liked what you were getting in, but I just wanted to make sure we. Could oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, but yeah, no, I I agree. Yeah. I will say, I will say. Uh, I really I saw the video of Gabe Davis screaming at the Bills fans. I don't know what the Bills fans said. I don't know what Gabe Davis was saying, but I got you. Uh, uh, on his uh, wife, I think it's his wife's Twitter. She said that he was yelling back at the fans because they were making death threats to Tyler Bass. Yeah. So he was just sticking up for Tyler Bass, oh, which that's what hundred percent. I do not. I don't disagree. I don't disagree with them, and I don't disagree. It's just another thing. Like, come on, Bills fans. You're yelling at a guy that unfortunately couldn't play. Mm-hmm. It's just it's it's disappointing. This is why people like Colin Thompson exist. Mm-hmm. He said it last week. He said he doesn't like Bills fans for X, Y, and Z, and this happens to be X, Y, and maybe even Z. Yeah. Oh, let's let me have a little chat with Bills Mafia. So the Mafia. Benny says it best. They say mafia. That means family to me. Tyler Bass is on our team. He is family. And to go and at the end of the day, football is just a game. Yes, we took another L to the Chiefs. Disappointing. But he's a human being at his job in front of 70,000 fans plus. And to the and to the point where you guys, ha- he has to deactivate his socials because he fears for his life or for his family's life. Come on, you're better than that, Bills Mafia. We were just talking a month or two about Eagles fans, and we're acting like them or we're acting worse than them. And to Chris's point earlier, I did say I hate our fans sometimes. and it, He did say it is 2% of our fans, and it is. It's the 2% of fans that go to the games, they spend $350 plus, who don't even know what happened the next day at that game. They just go to drink. And they spend $350 plus to sit there, drink, don't even know what's going on. And like I said earlier, Chris's dad had me walk the truck by myself, and I was surrounded by angry, drunk Bills fans who don't even know what's going on. They're over here yeah. walking beside me, cross-eyed, like, fuck you, Bass. And yeah, well, I can't really say much about, about hating on Bass. Like, hating on Bass for missing the field goal. I will say, I walked out the stadium. Um, I, I did witness a, a Bass death threat firsthand. Yeah. Um, you got to do better. Because I, I, said, I, said, I said, fuck Tyler Bass. And the guy in front of me said, yeah, I hope he fucking dies tonight. Um, I was like, damn, that's – we were – me, me – I think I think if Jacob's in here, Jacob would remember this. Um, we were all like, "Whoa, all right, well that's." We weren't going there. That's not where we were going with this. I, but I get it. We're one of the better. We're one of the more passionate fans about our team, about our NFL team. 
But at the end of the day, it's his job, and he's performing his job in front of all you guys. And he, at the end of the day, he's a human being, and football is just a sport. Right. Um, John, I don't know if you remember this. I'm pretty sure it was you. Uh, didn't you ask us last week on the podcast if – if it had to come down to a 45-yard field goal from Tyler Bass, this out to him. how comfortable would you feel? I probably told you last week that I wouldn't I wouldn't have felt comfortable. You said meh. You were in the middle. I'm going to be honest with you. I was very uncomfortable with a 44-yard field goal. That was a 44-yard field goal? 44. 44. 44. How I, if you would have just went one yard less, that would have been crazy. Hey guys, I'm on it. Just um, letting you know. I got I, my shit. I, I Which will is, say. It's, it's, it's Kansas City-Buffalo. The, the, these are what the games are, you know. I just, I, I mean, that kick never felt right. No, I know you guys were there watching at home. I didn't watch it. it. It just didn't feel right. It just nothing about it felt right. I don't think my heart could have t- could have taken it. it. It was yeah. It it. I didn't watch. It hurt. Turned around, faced that way, put my head on the bleachers, and I was just praying for people around me to start cheering, and they didn't. Yeah. It it. So it it just like. God, I put so much stock into what that last two and a half minutes of the game could have been. Bills take the ball right down the – well, not right down the field, but methodically move the ball down the field and got in the field goal range. Um, and it's just like, dude, I was sitting there and I was like, damn. I mean, they, they could really – if they get the first down, they're really close to the red zone. It's like they could really milk the clock out and really have a chance at getting closer for Bass 1 to tie it. But if not – putting up a late touchdown and being up four points potentially with whatever time would have been left, if any time. It's just the way I had it set up in my head, and then it's just like, dude, I knew. I had a weird feeling all week where I had this weird feeling in my stomach. Everybody was calling me negative at work because I, I this is a team that I, I just knew. We haven't gotten over them in the playoffs. We still haven't. Like, truth be told, I'm not going to sit here and, 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 and BS anybody with the Chiefs on us in the playoffs. Like they seem to have our, they have our number. They're three and zero in three appearances against us in the playoffs. It's it's just sucks, dude. I'm sick and tired of beating this damn football team in the regular season, and then it come it comes playoff time, and now you can't even have the argument where it's like, okay, well they they have never played in your house. They played in our house. They walked in. They took over. Like, I mean, I, I'm I'm curious. I just want to jump right into it. What went wrong? Like like I understand the Bills defense was deplenished. I mean that's that's first and foremost in my eyes. The middle of the field was just decimated. Uh, with the linebacker situation, but like, it's just crazy, man. Like, like, what do they got to do to get over the hump, man? Like, what does what has to be done? What has to be done? Because I couldn't even tell you at this point. I mean, our defense held its own. May we could have maybe gotten the pat more. I think we only had one sack. Groot. I don't, even think, I don't even not, think. I don't even think. I don't even think they sacked him once, man. Nope, there was no sacks on the game. I don't even think. So he ran to the outside sack. and he lost yards. Is that what it was? I don't know. I, all I know is it didn't go down as a sack. Mm. Yeah, so, I mean, get to Pat Mahomes more. You know how he is. Uh, I don't know what went wrong. I, like Sean McDermott said earlier, we had so many opportunities to win that game. We were getting bailed out left and right, or it was just going right for us left and right, and we just weren't finishing. It is frustrating. Um like I said, you got to put 30, 30 plus points against the Chiefs to win, and we would have put thirty. We would have won that game. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I will sit here and say, 
there's there's a couple of things that obviously the Bills could do better. Like it, it okay, it doesn't just come down to Tyler Bass's field goal. You lose as a team, you win as a team, you lose as a team. Um, obviously, if he makes a field goal, he got a chance, but the game's still not. It's not like the Bills win if they make that. Um, I will also say, defensively, yeah, the Chiefs, whatever they wanted to do, whatever they wanted to do, satisfying shorts, Mahomes, nice, nice buddy. You seeing that? Nice. Uh, Mahomes over everybody. Mahomes owns Josh Allen in the playoffs, and Mahomes is potentially on his way to another Super Bowl appearance. Um, yeah. Okay. Hey, okay. So it's a Chiefs fan. If we ain't fumble on the the ten yard, on the yeah. Okay. Well. But you did. Yeah. Michael Hardman's Michael Hardman's trash, buddy. I'm not even gonna get into that conversation. Um, but back to what I was saying, there was a lot the Bills could have did better. I mean, the middle of the field was just naked the whole entire day. AJ Klein, my man, was just he was just about to take a vacation and he had he he was just about to take a vacation and then two weeks later he's tasked with guarding one of the best tight ends to ever play the game of football it's it's that that was brutal and there was miscommunication on the defense Tyrell Dodson came back out um I oh is that oh is that is that Colin it might be satisfying sure is that Colin Thompson I can't tell um and and then and then offensively I'm gonna tell you one thing offensively I, I gotta ask you. I gotta ask you guys a question. I mean, what's what's up with Stephon Diggs? Like Stephon Diggs. Okay, yeah, he's gonna go down as statistically one of the better receivers to to to, to put on a Bills uniform because he's the first receiver to have four straight one thousand yard uh, seasons. He's. I mean, he's 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 a solid wide receiver. He's a, he's Stephon Diggs, right? But when you need Stephon Diggs the most in a game like this, in any playoff game in Bills history, so well Bills history, in his career with the Bills, where where is he? Where is he? He gets paid all this money and doesn't show up in the playoffs. He gets paid all this money and Josh Allen puts a ball from the from our ten yard line, puts down the money to like the Chiefs twenty. On the money. He couldn't put that in any on the place. money. And you're gonna tell me as a number one wide receiver in this National Football League, you can't catch that ball? Like I can't even believe it, man. I can't even believe it. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest with you, Stephon Diggs. I, I. I got. I have my concerns. I have my concerns. I feel like Stephon Diggs. There's a chance. I'm gonna say it. Stephon Diggs kind of looks washed. He kind of looks washed. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. Like Khalil Shakir right now is much more effective in the Bills' pass game than any of the receivers on this roster. Than any anybody on the roster, maybe other than when you're getting James Cook heavily involved. James Cook, I still think is the better playmaker on the Bills' roster as far as the offensive side of things. It's some question marks here with Stephon Diggs, man. And it's unfortunate that there's a contract they're, that they're locked into. But I think I, I think there's some question marks over there with Steph Diggs. Yeah, Khalil Shakir definitely earned me to get a jersey this offseason. That's that's my next one. A uh, little, quick little tidbit on Shakir. In 2023, 13.6 yards per target, first in the NFL. 73.3% success rate, first in the NFL. 86.7% catch rate, first in the NFL. 20 mil for 27 yards. Yeah. Um, yeah, Khalil Shakir, he's won me over. Like, I I say it all the time, Boise fucking State, and he's won me over. Uh, he is our – I'm glad he is our slot guy for the foreseeable future. I wouldn't want any other slot guy. So, I got a couple of things for you guys here. Uh, in the last 10 games – uh, receiving yards, oh, yeah. Khalil yep. Shakir, 462. 462. Yep. So you guys know that. Uh, this, this the stat right here. Yep. Yes, sir. Um, Diggs is 30, guys, right? 
uh, he had a hundred, what he had a hundred and ten and some change yards receiving, whatever, or one thousand, hundred and some change. Um, so in the last ten years, only four wide receivers has had multiple thousand yard seasons in their thirties. Larry Fitz, Julian Edelman, Anquan Bolden, and Vincent Jackson. And I want to point out that those guys all primarily played in the slot. It's rare for outside receivers in their 30s to produce at a high clip, especially now with an extra game. Right. I think I think it's just disgusting, man. I mean, not that you got to finish that stack because we, we said it, we kind of cut you off there, but last 10 games, Clear Secure 462, Steph takes 422. This is where it's disgusting to me. This is where – this right here is where it's absolutely disgusting to me. Uh, Khalil Shakir, 37 targets. Stefan Diggs, 80. Under half the targets, and he has more yards. I, I I, just don't know. Like, Colin said it, $20 million for 27 yards. That's your wide receiver one, fellas. Like, and it's not the first bluff game. He never shows up against the Kansas City Chiefs. He never shows up against the Kansas City Chiefs. That's right here, he man. He hasn't. He games where the Bills have been eliminated. Three catches, twenty-one yards. Four catches, thirty-five yards. Three catches, seven yards. Six catches, seventy-seven yards. No touchdowns. Fuck. That's your wide receiver one. But that's also a, a testament to this team refuses to draft a wide receiver. I don't know. Hey, it's coming. A, a Hopefully. Little, little late. Hopefully. Because now instead of developing a wide receiver behind a. a, a almost a prime digs and a guy a proven veteran like gabe and then now you have what an aging digs and khalil shakir and then you need somebody to fill in immediately yeah colin says y'all have to trade him i'm sorry we can't that's the problem that's the problem colin we can't he's stuck here and the the bills cannot afford to move on from financially financially can't afford to move on from him guys Um, he's not getting traded he's financially he can't he already said he doesn't want to leave let it go, man. We had, we just spent a whole off season. Diggs wants out. Diggs right. wants out. Right. It yeah, ain't gonna happen. That's the thing. It's financial. It's uh, it's a financial stuck like, burden. On, Signed I mean, a four year deal. Can't get rid of him. You can't get rid of Von. Like all this stuff. I saw something. Von Miller. You know. Yeah, good I got, job. The, I got hey, it too. Congratulations, Von Miller. You ended the season with what five tackles, and which means he averaged. I don't know how much. What it says it right there. Okay. What's the amount of money he averaged per tackle? Von Miller was paid fourteen point nine million dollars this season, and finished with zero sacks and five tackles in fourteen games played. That's two point nine eight million dollars a tackle. Good job, Von. Good job. That is insane. What. I- what I what I will say and what I will agree with um, with Sean McDermott and the one thing that I agree with Sean McDermott and his presser is I did feel like Von Miller had his best game of the season. Uh, it, it, he just he, he actually looked semi, uh, I guess, effective a little bit. Like he had a decent tackle for loss, but then they ended up having the there was a offensive penalty on that play anyways right before halftime. Uh, I felt like I felt like he not that he was getting crazy pressure, but. He didn't feel like he was just a nuisance on the defensive line, uh, where in the past it's been like you throw him out there and it literally just makes no sense to have him out there. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's certainly tough because you pay all that you pay that guy that money for games like that right there, games like that to stop Patrick Mahomes to get after Patrick Mahomes to make him feel uncomfortable. And there's not a single defensive lineman on the Bills that did that. Greg Rousseau didn't do it. Von Miller didn't do it. Leonard Floyd didn't do it. And Oliver didn't do it. Those, those are your top four guys, and none of them showed up. 
None of them showed up. Your best defensive player this week was probably Jordan Poirier and what could be potentially his last game as a Buffalo Bill. Who knows? I mean, he could be a cap casualty this offseason. I was playing around with the, like, the, the cap, the over-the-cap thing. He could, His contract could save a little bit of money, so you might not have him on the roster next year. But <sighs> Colin said, Diggs hasn't said anything about the loss. Yeah, you're right. We didn't have a season-ending press conference from Diggs, and I don't think we'll, last, we will get one. Last, Well, yeah, it's over now. You're not going to get one now, but. Last last player out of the locker room. I don't know if you guys heard that was Stephon Diggs. He was the first against the Bengals. They had to chase chase him to grab him. He was the last player out of the locker room this week. So, whatever that whatever that is. Oh, uh, all right. We got Colin our comments. So, it's hard to sack a goat. Yeah. Uh, Ravens are winning this week, and then in the Super Bowl, Ravens are losing the 49ers. Colin's in our comments. Um, we might as well just play the video now. Hey Chris, hey Travis, you know, we all know what was gonna happen. You guys just didn't want to admit it, to be honest. I feel like you guys, well, hopefully after this year, you won't be delusional anymore. Anytime Mahomes is coming to Buffalo or wherever it is in the playoffs, we're winning. Like we just own the Bills. Just like Tom Brady owned the Bills back then, now Mahomes owns the Bills. He sold it to Mahomes, you know? So it goes, man, another year, At this point, like it's not even fun making. It's not even fun making fun of you guys no more, cause it's just, it's just, it's not fair, you know. But, you know, we'll see you next year, I guess. After we win the Super Bowl again. It's not even fun making fun of you guys because it's sad. Or it is sad, it. man. <laughs> it is sad because it's this. I put it on Facebook. I, I, Colin, Colin, he can attest to this, man. I, I put it right on Facebook. I was writing his comments like, you know what? You 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 give me the picture. I I will update my profile picture immediately, and I did. And then I put up on Facebook, same shit, New Year, mm-hmm. same shit, New Year. This team, being a Buffalo Bills fan, and I and I'm gonna say I'm gonna speak for all of Western New York that are Bills fans, except the guys that live in Western New York like Colin that for some reason hate on the hometown team. Um, I will say it. Being a Bills fan is, and this might be why he hates on the team. They, it is the most painful thing in sports. Yeah. In sports. The Bills are the most cursed franchise. There's a debate that I can't wait to get into with John at some point. But I'm going to just say it. I got to take. The Bills will never win a Super Bowl with Sean McDermott as the head coach. I mean, I, will, I, will, I, am, I have no doubt in my mind they will never win a Super Bowl with Sean McDermott as the head coach. They're wasting Josh Allen's prime of his career. He's going to be 28 years old next week. And here we are. I mean, next week. Next season. Here we are. There's, I mean, the guy. <sighs> I just, you know what? I just can't even wait to get into the debate. I need to know why Sean McDermott should be the head coach next. Well, and he's gonna be before time out. Before we get into this, I want to also make it clear: I am not one. I am not a, this 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 fan that believes that Sean McDermott's not gonna be the head coach next season. I right, I understand he's gonna be. Before we get into this debate, I 100% know the head coach of the Buffalo Bills next season is Sean McDermott. Before we get into this, but tell me okay. why Sean McDermott should be the head coach of the Buffalo Bills. Uh, can you name me? One to two coaches in the league that at six and six are going to will their team after the whole 9-11 thing comes out, after you spend an offseason worrying about your wide receiver number one wants out, the whole DeMar Hamlin thing. Can you name a coach that at that point in time is going to will their team to not only win the division, win a playoff game, and come within three points of beating your rival in the playoffs and making it to another AFC championship game? 
I, no, no, I, I can't. I can't. I've never, I've never once, and I've made this argument at work. I've never once said that Sean McDermott was not a good leader, that he didn't know how to lead a football team. But I will tell you right now, I, I, I just, I have no, and, and I don't, I don't even understand why there should be a question of why, why I don't have the confidence in him anymore. It's, it's, and I, and I gave, I gave him, I gave him the hate in the middle of the season, and I'm backtracking, I'm double downing on that because here I am again, right after I gave him love, because I agree, I agree to turn it around at six and six and make, and, and to win a divisional, to win a division title, and to make the divisional round, okay, yeah, that's cool. But I said it, I said it, I, I, I've watched that real a thousand times. It's, it's cool to win a division title. It's cool to make the division round of the playoffs. I fucking hate getting bounced out by Andy Reid and the Chiefs, and I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it, dude. I got a stat for everybody right here, and this is this is what makes me sick to my stomach, because a guy a guy that's career that was easily wasted in my opinion in in the early on prime was Philip Rivers with the Chargers. They had a really good squad, and they never won a Super Bowl either. And I'm gonna give you guys some stats right here that pisses me off because it just shows me Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills are doing the exact same damn thing that the San Diego Chargers at the time did between '06 and '09. Here, here's the regular season record: their wins and losses. 46 and 18 in, the, in that four season span. The Bills 48 and 18. Playoffs. The Chargers went three and four. The Bills are five and four. In those four seasons, both teams had four division titles. Both teams averaged 28 points per game. Both teams allowed 19 points per game. Both teams made one AFC Championship game appearance, and both teams made four division round appearances. And both teams did not win a Super Bowl. And it's coaching. It is coaching. Who did the Chargers have to go through to get to a Super Bowl? I. Truth be told, couldn't tell you. The greatest quarterback of all time. Who, Tom Brady? Yeah, and the Bills have to do that right now with Peyton Manning. I mean, Peyton Manning. Patrick Mahomes. So it's not like it's it, – what What did McDermott what? do in this game where you're like, yeah. He called yeah. the stupidest fake punt of all time. And for some reason, Sean McDermott, Sean McDermott agrees with that call, and Brandon Bean says, well, I didn't think there was anything questionable throughout the game that he did. That That is a dumbass call. That was a dumbass call. And it was an obvious fake punt when Demar Hamlin decided that he was going to motion four times. So I agree with that point, the ball. but and he got so, bailed out by so a fumble. Sam, so Sam Martin punts it. He shanked them all day. Yeah, they get it maybe midfield. They're scoring either way. And, and there's that, no debate. They're probably going to score, right? Hundred percent. What did you? So I got one other thing about that whole Sam Martin thing. By okay, the way, yeah. because Brandon Bean, Brandon Bean, and Sean McDermott thought it was a good idea. The guy that pulled his hamstring last week. They were going to throw him back out there, and the guy couldn't punt a ball to save his life. Couldn't punt a ball to save his life throughout the So me the and game. Tank were talking about this. Uh, what people forget is your punter's your holder. To keep I, continuity, I To keep continuity, I feel, probably was more important for them. But I agree. I don't see why you would play a injured punter when you had a, a healthy one come in. Um, you know you're going to punt. Right. So – so the fake punt was your one, like, yeah, I'm done with McDermott, or is it just a build up of? It's a build up of, of four, four, mm-hmm. four appearances in the divisional round playoff, divisional round of the playoffs again, and then to make it to the conference championship one year, get your ass kicked, and then after that, after after, I will just take us back four seasons ago when we lost to the Chiefs, and we we went out of that game, and it was like, you know what, we got here. What do we have to do to get over the hump? And, and and correct me if I'm wrong, but I, at least on my end, and this sucks because I've done nothing but my whole entire life love this football team. I've done nothing but buy in and get excited and get my heart broken every year. And here I am right now. It just feels like we fell all the way down to the bottom. And and all this all this talk about 
after we lost in the AFC Championship game, and we were one game away from going back to the Super Bowl for the first time since the 90s, what, what did we have to do? Oh, well, you know, we need to go get pass rushers. We need to go get pass rushers to get after uh, Patrick Mahomes. We need to go do, do this, 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 that. And they do that stuff, and they still don't win. They still don't win. They've had the guys on the team. They have the best. I'm going to say it, and I hope Colin's still in here. They have the best quarterback at the position. They have the best playmaker in the NFL at the quarterback position, and Josh Allen, and they're wasting his career. Like, okay, you could make the argument, we, we talked about this on the way, maybe throwing the ball to Khalil Secure in the end zone wasn't the best idea. It, Deion Dawkins got, I don't know what pass rusher was, got pile-driven right into him, and Chris Jones, rightfully so, Chris Jones is one of the best pass rushers in the NFL. He's very effective when they need him, which, by the way, good for Kansas City. You have a pass rusher that gets paid a lot of money that shows up in playoff games. Congratulations, because the Bills don't have that. They spend all this money on Von Miller, and he, he can't even show up on the stat sheet anymore. I, it's, I'm going to be honest with you. It's, it, if it's not coaching, I have no idea what the hell it is. I, I I'm I'm not I'm not trying to be that guy because yeah, I I went into this week and said this is the game, this is the game, this is the game for McDermott to prove to the NFL world that it's not this it, that, that he's the guy that he's the guy, but you've been knocked out by the same team three times in the last four years, how could you not be frustrated by that? But like, how could you not look at the coaching staff and be like, what the hell are we doing? When is enough? Enough. I said that in the middle of the season. I just don't understand when enough is enough. Sean McDermott is the modern day Marty Sharp. Marty Sharp and Harmer. It's it, it's it's not even close, man. It's just it's just not even close. Let me ask you this: You just said we lose this game. It feels like we're back at square one. What do you think is going to happen if we hire a new coach? You're back at square one because now you're going to have a decimated team. Also, you, I agree. I think having an offensive coach is much better, but. What happens when we bring in that offensive coach? The defense looks like shit. We're middle of the pack in defense. Then what? Bills fans are going to say, man, our defense sucks. I don't think you're wrong, but, John, give me an argument. We're not, how are we going to win a Super Bowl with Sean McDermott? Like, what is he going to win gonna, in the NFL, man. It is hard to win in the NFL, but I, I see team. You got the fucking Lions, dude, who were just – they just won two games a couple of years ago. They bring in Dan Campbell, a guy that the team can get behind. And they're they're facing the 49ers with the right to go to the Super Bowl this week. Okay. Sean McDermott, I'm just I, I don't I don't get it, man. I don't get it. Like so, I just don't understand. So so like, we have we've we've been going through like we'll, arguments. We'll, we'll with, go to our division round next year under Sean McDermott and get uh, get knocked out again. I hear I mean, you 100%. So to to your point of being behind your coach, we talked about Antonio Pierce. Congratulations. I hope he does well and if he doesn't told you so. I'll be sitting right here like I told you so. Um, you want a coach that your players are behind, right? Dan Campbell, those players are behind him. It's the same thing here, and I understand. But you got to look at it. Yes, we're getting bounced in the divisional round by arguably, probably one of the best quarterbacks in our divi- or of our generation. Hundred percent. We get bounced by a Cincinnati team that goes to the Super Bowl. It's not like we're getting bounced by Pittsburgh or. Uh, or, or a random Houston team here and there. It, it's we're playing the best of the best and we're losing by margins. What do you say? As long as Mahomes is breathing, Allen will never win. In so be it, man. I, I just, football. That's why you play I, the game. I, I sit here and I just cannot believe that it it it's been four years, right, since the Bills went to the AFC championship game against the Chiefs. Four years. Where all the bills, all the talk has been, they have to slay the beast. They have to get past the Chiefs to make it to the big game. 
They have to get past the Chiefs. It's been four years. And I won't even be shocked if we're sitting here a year from now and Colin Thompson is making me change my profile picture again because they're slant because we can't we can't get past him. I just won't be shocked. As long as Sean McDermott is the head coach of the Buffalo Bills, I have no reason to believe that this team will ever win a Super Bowl. And it's it's just I, I don't even know how I could sit here and believe they have that chance. Because yes, they are getting older. Yes, they 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 they're they're getting older. Josh Allen's getting a little bit older. I mean, their their cap space is just absolutely. I mean, negative forty million dollars this year. It, it it looks bad. It looks bad, and it is bad. And here we are. That's why I say I feel we're back to square one because we have no money to spend. We're losing solid solid talent on both sides of the ball this year. Uh, I, and Sean McDermott's gonna be our head coach again. Like. I'm very. I understand he is, and I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and say they haven't gotten behind him because they did. They did get behind him. That's. They've all said that they trust Sean McDermott, and I mean. So who's your ideal hire? My ideal hire, my 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 love hire, would be Ben Johnson. You think a first-time head coach would come offense. into this wildfire? I think. I think if you're if you are an offensive coach, and you have a chance to coach Josh Allen, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Okay. Because I would rather if I if I'm a free agent head coach and I look at all of my opportunities on the market and I've have the Falcons who okay yeah they've got talent but they have no quarterback um, and I've got uh, the Seahawks again they have solid talent but their quarterback's Geno Smith uh, and then I got the Buffalo Bills who have still solid defensive pieces they have the best quarterback in the National Football League and. Up and coming running back, up and coming tight end, a offensive line that'll be back health. Well, no, obviously we don't know healthy, but a full offensive line that'll have a whole offseason with each other again. Sign me up with the Buffalo Bills, and that's I. I don't think that's biased by any means. You have Josh Allen at quarterback. The issue is you have Josh Allen, and that's your attraction. It's like it's like going to Darien Lake, and you see the Superman. And you're like, oh, I can't wait to ride that, and then that's about it. I don't ride the Superman. <laughs> But it's it, it's you got twenty two free agents. It's it's this isn't if if you if the Pagulas if Bean whoever want to get rid of McDermott this is not the year. This is not the year to bring in a rookie head coach, which offensive minded guy Joe Brady's out. Any offensive pieces are out for whoever that guy wants to bring in. That's kind of how it works when you. So I don't know. How I get about, your. Uh, how about not a rookie head coach? How about John, Bill Belichick? You go make the call, old Billy B. Uh, He's been there. He knows how to get over that hump. Okay, so in two got more mindset. So, so in two more years, we're sitting here and Chris is yelling at me because we got another <laughs> defensive-minded head coach. And y'all will be happy because you got a Super Bowl. And I highly doubt it. <laughs> I, I would be happy. He I is would be happy. fifteen years past his due. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna make it. I'm not gonna make a case for for that one. Don't worry. Um. I just, I find it, I find it, I find it funny, and I understand, I understand, I I understand what you're saying. I don't, I don't disagree with being able to turn a football team around that was six and six, and I'm not. Um, don't even look to your right, Chris. No, that's fine. I I literally could care less. <laughs> um, but I I understand. I I don't disagree with your argument about a football team that's six and six. An article comes out about your head coach. And a locker room comes together, and they do turn the season around, and they do win a division title, and they do. I get that. 
Like I, I don't I don't I don't want to take away from from that because rightfully so that is impressive. I mean, it's not like one of us can walk into that locker room and, and turn that around. It's not like most head coaches. Most coaches in the NFL at six and six, your season crumbles. For instance, let's take a look down at Jacksonville. They had it made. They had it made. Jacksonville had they should have made the playoffs by a landslide. They should 99%. have won the division. They had a ninety nine percent chance and their season fell apart. So like I don't I don't want to take away from that because that 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 truly is impressive. I'm not going to sit here and say it isn't, but I, I, I just – I'm curious to see, like, it just – because you, you've always before that that little comeback in the middle of the season that they had where they rejuvenated their season, you were always saying that you weren't really a Sean McDermott guy. So I find it interesting that, by the way, and this is not his first year where they've had a midseason fall down and they came back and won the division and mm-hmm. then gotten bounced out the playoffs. In, mm-hmm. fact, in fact, the scary thing to me is that seems to be a trend. That seems to be a trend with every year in the middle of the season, the team's seven and six, six and six, and they find a way. You know what? We find a way to win the division. We find a way to creep back into the playoffs. He, Sean McDermott said it himself. We need to figure out why we get into these positions. What are we doing to get into these positions? Well, coach, what, what the hell is happening? Because it happens every year. This is, this is a trend every year. And, and I want to I wanna just say, as a fan, when I look at it from the outside looking in, don't you think it's a little exhausting to find yourself in a six and six spot and to have to put yourself into a must win game every single year Seven for if you if you if you go six and six and you want to win the Super Bowl, you find yourself in a must win position what, seven, eight, nine weeks in a row? Yeah. Like a playoff game every week? Like, yeah, okay, you're bound to lose one eventually. Yeah, you are. I mean, that's gotta be exhausting. It has to be exhausting. And it's just like what these mid season fall downs, it's every year. I feel like the team gets themselves into a position that they, they dig themselves into a hole and then they somehow get themselves back in, back out of it and then they get pushed right back into it by the Chiefs at, in, the, in the playoffs. Because that's a team right there that up until this year never finds themselves in a situation that the Bills found themselves in. True contenders. That's what it comes down to. They, they win all year and then they win when it matters in the playoffs. The Bills, well, they win half the year. They lose a majority of the middle of the season. Then they have to go on a long win streak just to make the playoffs and then they make the playoffs and get bounced out. I just I, – I can't sit here – and I said it – like I said, I said it in the middle of the season. I just don't understand how, as a fan, you could find yourself to be content with yeah. with making the playoffs. These division titles are nice, man. These 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 hats, which, by the way, I haven't even got my damn hoodie yet. Now I don't even want it. I haven't got my mm-hmm. hoodie that I ordered yet for, for winning the division. Might as well just throw – put that one away because it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter. Those division t- – Josh said it best. These caps are nice, but we want something more. Sorry, Josh, you're never going to win it when Sean McDermott's your head coach. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's my Sean McDermott rant. That's my Sean McDermott rant. I'm, I'm down a whole water bottle because I'm talking so much. <laughs> I'll just leave you with this, man. I don't think coaching was the issue at all. It, I've been saying it for seven weeks now. Execution fucking sucks. Josh Allen is not making correct reads, blah, 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 whatever. Kansas City scored their last points with 14 minutes left in the ball game. We had three drives to score three fucking points and couldn't get it done. Is that coaching? No, it's execution. They can't play four quarters of. They never had. It's the same thing. I get it. I 100% get you, man. But I don't see the answer being a change ahead coach, especially with what, what what we're looking ahead. It's just it's hard to win in the NFL, and I don't think. I just don't think that's the answer. But I'm not going to disagree with you because up until a few weeks ago, I was ready to kick him to the can to the curb too but 
I just don't think coaching is the biggest issue here. I don't. Uh, I'm going to leave you with one more other stat from this game that uh, is mind-boggling and, and another reason why I, again, am not on the Joe Brady train. The Bills had 14 second and fours or shorter. We ran the ball 10 times. Anybody that knows me knows if I see a handoff on second down, I'm, I'm losing it. It makes no sense to run the ball on second down. Yeah. Second and short, you put yourself at third down and short. Why? It, it makes no sense. I'm telling his dad all game. You're second and three, second and one. This is where you take a shot, you throw the ball downfield, or you go into play action, and you don't see a read, you let Josh, do, let Josh be Josh. I, I was saying it all game. It's frustrating because you get to that second and four, you get to that second and three, you run the ball up the middle, you do that halfback dive shit, and you lose three yards. Oh, you, now you're at third and seven. I'll never understand. <laughs> I, I, I like what Joe Brady did. I, I, I think he's gonna get our OC job. But the the last three play crawl, calls of the game were just fucking horrendous. First, first down, run one yard. Second down. Allen makes a terrible uh, – no, 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 that, that's the shot to, to Shakir, correct? He gets mm-hmm. bumped. Josh Allen's 6'5", two-something, with the strongest arm in the NFL. Come on, man. Yeah. He it, gets bumped and he throws it on. into the dirt. That's not an excuse. Come. Yeah. Because you know damn well Shakir would have caught that. I'm also going to pull this up. Come on. Just for you guys here. Who is who, – who's that? With I, I don't disagree. Everybody's making the same argument. Everyone's that's saying. That's the same argument. It's Stephon Diggs wide open for what could have been potentially a first down. I I, I want to make it clear because we have what let's let's this sit, was, let's let's sit here and say this. That's that's a clue secure player right there, right? Yes, sir. Yes. Stephon Diggs hits. I mean, Josh Allen hits that ball. That picture never pops up, and that's not a bad read that Josh Allen makes. No. And the fact that Chris Jones and Deion Dawkins, two of the heaviest men on the field, are hitting your quarterback at the same time, and you're telling me you don't. And and he's. I would like to see the video again because. I, I, that's a hard throw to make with with two of the biggest guys in the field in your face. Yeah, okay. If he hits the ball, this argument's irrelevant. If if, the, if he hits that ball, this isn't even a talk. And he didn't. It's not like it's not like that wasn't open. Like Josh hits that ball, he's the fucking hero. Right. Like, so so it's not a bad read necessarily. I think this is Joe one of Joe Brady's absolute best play calls of the year. I agree. He runs. He runs. Uh, two receivers deep. Shakir runs that in-breaking route. Diggs leaks out on a drag. My issue is we see Allen move in the pocket all the time. Mm-hmm. This is my issue with Josh Allen is when he's stuck on a read, his feet are stuck in the fucking ground. There's nobody. Chris Jones gets pressure. That's great pressure. Cool. The rest, if he steps up, if he moves to the right, anything. He makes that throw. He delivers that football. It's either a touchdown or he gets off of it. He throws the digs. Then we're not sitting here telling Bill's Mafia to stop telling Bass to. to <laughs> I'm not even going to go there. But right, right. No, I get what there, you're saying. There's so many plays in this game where the the third and nine play. Uh, were you guys up high? Yeah, yeah. So Kincaid runs a curl for five, six yards. Allen doesn't never even – Never got to that read. Never got to that read. Rolls out. He throws it away. Mm. 
It's just another one. If you hit that, you're going for that. I think we can all agree McDermott's sitting so there too. fourth and four, fourth so. and three. He's going for that. Fourth and nine. Yeah. I heard people saying, uh, too conservative, fourth and nine. Fourth and nine is hard to pick up. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't because yeah. if he does that, we don't get it. We're thinking, anyway, I don't know why he didn't kick the field goal. <laughs> right, right. No, yeah, right, 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 right. No, so that those, those it's, not, it's a win-lose. It's, it's just lose-lose. There's so many plays in this game that I think it comes down to execution. And, oh, you're, you're definitely right. I don't disagree with that. We don't know how to put a game away or to shine in clutch moments. It just – Because that Chiefs defense had no answer. In like the first quarter and a half, they stopped us what three times? Yes, we stopped the Chiefs three times. We come out of halftime, that Chiefs defense adjusted. And Our offense never adjusted. Yeah, exactly, and that's that seems to be one of the biggest problems with the. We, Bills. I was telling your dad, we're either hot in the first half or we're hot in the second half. There's no in between, mm-hmm. and that's where it comes down to is the execution, and we get stopped and we get slumped. We don't know how to fight back. This team has absolutely no identity. They wanted to be a 12 team. Well, now you're not a 12 team. Not Dawson X has hurt you. Forget about 12. Are we forgetting about the past four years where 11 personnel and we and Allen was the best quarterback on the face of the earth at the time? Hmm. What in – like, I don't understand, I guess, what I'm trying to say. And, and we were sitting here talking <laughs> – Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> we were sitting here talking about – about Joe Brady being pass happy, and that's why he got uh, the. That's why he got booted from booted uh, from Carolina. Carolina. Uh, I'm just gonna throw this out here: the Bills' neutral, what the neutral situation pass rate under Joe Brady was lower than New England's this year. Neutral pass rate is, I don't even know. Truthfully, I'm pretty sure it's on first and tens. Cool. So. They were a 53% pass under Brady, which was 14th. And under Ken Dorsey, we were 8th at 58%. So what what happened to the pass happy? Is it the receivers? Is I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I there's, well, there's so much. It, I mean, just to start off with what you just said, I, I, I can't believe it sucks because you made, you made exactly one of my points, and that's, under under this coaching staff, my biggest problem is is you go into the you go in to halftime up seventeen thirteen on the Chiefs. Okay, that's cool. You have a lead. You know for a fact Andy Reid, who is one of the best head coaches to put on a headset, you know he's not he's not an idiot. He's gonna that team is going to adjust and they're gonna come back out and they're gonna they're they're gonna adjust. And Sean McDermott and this coaching staff, it's not just Sean McDermott, I'm not just gonna blame him, but I'm gonna blame the whole coaching staff on this. They can never, uh, they can never adjust to a team adjusting to what they're doing. Oh, it worked in the first half. It's not working in the second half. And I'm going to circle the wagon right back to Joe Brady because I'm going to throw out again. Sean McDermott was able to will this defense to three stops. One being a Jordan Poyer punch out on a miracle play. I, cool. Yeah. I'll give it to you guys. Cool. We got lucky. It's just the way the ball happened to fly that day. But like I, they scored with 14 minutes left. We're down three fucking points. This is why I'm not a Brady guy. With Josh Allen, with Stephon Diggs, with Khalil Shakir, fucking whatever his face is, Kincaid. You can't score three in three possessions. My 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 concern is because I'm sure Joe Brady is going to be the offensive coordinator next year. Um, I I 
can't tell you that I'm 100% sold on him being the offensive coordinator either. Um, I will say I don't think he I don't think he's a terrible offensive coordinator. No, I don't, I don't know. But here's what here's what I do have to say. I don't think he's I don't think he's the right offensive coordinator for Josh Allen. I really don't. Um, I saw like his pass chart. Uh, I'm pretty sure Josh Allen didn't complete more than two passes past four or five yards this this week. Blows my mind. Um, I would like to say that I I I was impressed with Joe Brady being able to really get into a position. There's there's not a lot of teams that that could that that win when you have an interim offensive coordinator in the middle of the season when your season's crashing down and you're six and six and they win and they accomplished what they accomplished. But I just I feel like there is some question marks when it comes to what Joe Brady. His biggest downfall really was just not being able to readjust when a team adjusted to what they were doing. And I will say that, yes, that's a, that's, that is a hundred percent a Joe Brady thing. That's not a McDermott thing. We all know that McDermott's not an offensive coach. That's first and foremost. I mean, you know, he's a defensive guy. Like that's, that, that makes sense. And I will say how like that, that right there just, it hurts. It hurts to hear with 14 minutes left in the game. That's the last time the chiefs put any points on the board and you're only down by three and you lose by three. That that does hurt. That does hurt. I'm not gonna. That's an execution thing. I'm not. I'm. I don't think that you're wrong about that at all. It just it blows my mind, man. It blows my mind. The, the Bills had zero. I'm gonna say it again. Zero plays for twenty plus yards in this game. She said eight. Eight. Okay, cool. We knew the Chiefs were gonna score points. If you were to tell me we were gonna give up twenty seven points. And the last time they were going to score was with 14 minutes left. I'm signing my John Peacock right on that thing. Right. I'd have thought we'd had a chance of really winning. I, I it's, I just, I, I don't know. It's mind-boggling to me. It's mind-boggling to me that in that last drive, we threw three screens to Kincaid, and that was the only play that worked. Right. Colin actually has a stat in the comments that I, I have on my phone that I want to say. Josh Allen had 16 completions behind the line mm-hmm. of scrimmage. I, I'm going to tell you right now that's not a Josh Allen thing. That's – that's a Joe Brady thing. Like, you it's, you tell me right. that, that that's them scheming plays to throw it behind the line of scrimmage. Josh Allen, you, you see what Josh Allen likes to do. I mean, the guy does like to air the football out. That's that's We're not – we all know that over the last couple of years. And Well, when you're 0-3 on bombs, it, I just – I'm just going to get into this now, dude. Gabe Davis is gone. He said – Right, he's gone. He said he's he – he, he I'm glad because – He's he gets treated like a piece of shit in this in this offense in this, offense, in this yeah. team. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, I think people finally realize the value of Gabe Davis because I'd be willing to put a lot of money on that he was catching one of those. I think he's catching the one oh, that yeah, Diggs yeah. dropped for sure. That I think he's one. catching one of those ones that Sherfield dropped. Yeah, that was that was bad too. Sherfield, I, I I like the player. I would I wouldn't want to see him here again. Right. He expressed that, yeah, I'd like to be here again, but whatever, wherever I end up going, I he doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. He's not an outside receiver for one. We have it, two slot guys, one we don't even use. So it's like, I don't know, man. I I think the value of Gabe Davis went up, but yeah. just just looking at what he actually does, but you uh, need a receiver. Feliciano and Beasley mm-hmm. on Twitter said it best. You're gonna Bill's, ma- yeah, Bill's mafia is gonna realize what they lost out on when he's gone. And I fully agree. Um, I have his jersey. I'm gonna rock his jersey. 
even when he's on a different team. And I hope he balls out. I, I do as well. I love Gabe Davis. I, I really do. I think he can it's carve gonna, himself a decent it's little be a spot. Sad day when he when he's gone. Yeah, for sure. I think um, Gabe to the I Chiefs. Think, yeah, we knew that was coming. What does it say? A Gabe to the Chiefs. Yes. Yeah. No. I have a predict. I I was telling Chris on the <laughs> I was telling Chris on the way up. I think. Yeah, that would be would. evil. Uh, I was telling Chris on the way up. I think Gabe goes to the Bengals. They I got think they got th- some money. They're gonna lo- They're not paying T Higgins. I think they are paying T Higgins. You think so? I uh, I just read an article. Uh, well, they're losing Tyler Boyd too. If yeah, Boyd. Him. I mean, you can. He's kind of he's like a Boyd, guy. Boyd. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you is like Boyd. I, um, I Boyd might he goes to the Boyd. Bengals. Boyd might just be like Brandon Bean's guy, where he's like, yeah, you know what? That's the guy. Yeah, great. Let's That's bring in another guy. aging receiver. I know. Refuse to use a first round pick. Now hear him out though. No, we will. No, Time out. Time out. I hear, actually hear Chris out. Hear Chris out. I'm listening. Thank you, thank you for that. Because you never normally do that. Thank you for that. Um, what a guy. Thank you. Um, I want to take it back to when 13 seconds season, which mm-hmm. PTSD. Another year the Bills got knocked up by the Chiefs. Um, their wide receiver core had. Prime Stephon Diggs as number one. Mm-hmm. Your number two was Emmanuel Sanders, right? Mm-hmm. Your slot guy was Cole Beasley. Mm-hmm. You had an up and coming Gabe Davis. Mm-hmm. That was your four, your main four, mm-hmm. right? I I think the Bills do need to go out and they need to go draft him with very high, very high. Whether that's a first, second round pick, hopefully a first round on wide receiver. I I I think a hundred percent because you first off. Unless you disagree with me, you need to get a guy in here that's going to not only be able to develop as a number one, well, as a number two wide receiver, but eventually we need a guy that's going to be able to take over Stephon Diggs' role because if he, I seen a big, big drop down in his on his uh, effect uh, efficiency, and it scares me because I, I I I sit here and I'm like, is he taking a step back? He might be. We already went over that. I know we already went over that, but I I would like to see the Bills go out and get a Keon Coleman. Or just somebody, somebody that could potentially be a number Donnie one receiver. Mitchell's name was going around today. I'm Mel Kiper. Or... But give me another guy on this roster, like that 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 had that Emmanuel Sanders role. I think you need to bring in another veteran wide receiver that's maybe not a slot guy. Maybe that's like I'm not saying that. I'm not. I'm not. Emmanuel Sanders offered more than just being able to play in the slot because you know he was more of an outside wide receiver. That's where he had a lot of his success for the Bills was some of those deep passes. I can think of a handful of them in my head right now, but. I just think I think you sign a veteran wide receiver, you draft a, a first or a second round wide receiver, hopefully a first, but no one Brandon being I could see that not happening. D line. Um and I think you need to you need to have another like you need to have Stephon Diggs, a first round pick, Khalil Shakir, and a veteran wide receiver in this in this locker room. So I agree with that, but my biggest issue, which I already alluded to, was back when you had luxury picks, like the thirteen second year. They wasted it on back-to-back defensive linemen <laughs> instead, and, and called it, well, we don't need luxury picks. We have holes. Okay, well, here we are. if you draft somebody, they develop, and ne- the, now talking this year. Now, oh, man, Diggs, he's on the decline. We'll give a quarter of those snaps to So-and-so X. that you could have drafted. It's too late now. No, no, I know, but I'm saying that you could have did that. Right, 100%. If that was done when you had luxury picks, I don't even know what the fuck that means. Me what is a luxury pick in the NFL? I don't know. It, it, that would, to me, that would be like a – I would say a luxury pick to me would be like the top ten, right? Doesn't, 
That's all we heard from Brandon Bean was, yeah, a receiver would be a luxury pick, but we, we have holes here and right. here. Okay, whatever. The, so now we have holes. Couldn't tell you. That makes no sense to me. I, so, yeah, I agree. I agree. It doesn't but make sense. Now we also have to look at our cap. Um, you can structure, restructure Josh. Probably cut that close to in half. Maybe Dion will do it again. <laughs> if you go to Diggs, he's probably going to spit in your fucking face. Because <laughs> you already did it to him once. I mean, <laughs> like, where are you going to find money? You can you can cut guys, okay? Woo, yeah, we'll be 30 under. There's kickers. So I, I actually played around with this. I wasn't going to break it down into this. I did play around with this this, this week. You, you, can re- you can reconstruct Josh. You're right. If Dion's willing to do it again, you could do that. Um, I, there, there could be a couple of cap casualties. I mean, you, you, could, save, you could save almost $4 million, well, a little over $4 million, by releasing Naeem Hines, you can save. Uh, I don't remember exactly how many. It was over. It was over four million dollars or three million dollars when he released Jordan Poyer. Um, Tre'Davious White's, White's another guy that could potentially be just because of injury could be a cap casualty this offseason. Although I know either Brandon Bean or Sean McDermott, their presser said something about how he's back. He like he's in he's in the the facility not going training. Great. If I know the Bills that's, organization, I'm be best, you. he's not Trey White's. No, he's not going anywhere. And, and unfortunately, by a knock on wood, probably by the middle of the season, we're talking about how he's hurt again because the guy can't stay healthy. He's 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 the new Sammy Watkins of the DB room. He's Trey White glass glass body. Unfortunately, I love the guy. I'm not saying that he was, but now it's just if you don't consider even releasing a guy like Tre'Davious White, who. Just came back from mm-hmm. ACL injury where, you know, what he looked like he was starting to get back to himself. But now you expect the guy to come back after an Achilles injury. It's like, dude, the guy probably, is he going to be able to trust himself to make a, make, make a wrong step on the football field? Like, it's it's a scary thing. But these these are just some names. They're in such a cap hell that I don't – John, I, I don't disagree. It's going to be fucking hell to get out of it. It's, it really it's going to be hard to – I mean, like I said, you have 20. I, we'll get into this. We we'll break a, it down. Got a lot of time. Yeah. We yeah. have a lot of time oh, to play around this. We could, all bring, we could all bring the computer yeah. on the podcast, the laptop on the podcast and play around with it. I but. mean, they have 22 <clears throat> unrestricted free agents. You want to go over them? Or you, you, eh, nah, we'll save it because I, I have the same picture. Yeah, okay. we, don't, we don't really need to but, uh, that today. There's going to – I mean, this year's wide receiver draft, loaded. Uh-huh. This 100%. year's free get, agents, yeah. wide receivers, loaded. They are. But we don't have touch, money. We're not going to touch So, me. I think we're in that third tier looking for a receiver. So, do with that what you will. But I think that's another reason why the Bills can't – they didn't win this game. A lot of one-year deals coming up once again. So, yeah, look forward to those one-year deals. Unfortunate, yeah. unfortunate to be in. We'll get into it, it a lot. It is what it is. Sure. We have like, – yeah, like I said, I'm sure we can – I don't know if you have a laptop or anything yeah, like that, but we could, we could all bring our laptops on here and play around it, with though. it. But – um, Off season I think, I think that's an, enough Bills Chiefs talk for yeah. me. I don't really want to relive the last four years of my life by <laughs> getting owned in the playoffs. Um, I think it's time to break down these games with the weekly pickups. <laughs> Fellas, the board. I said it right before we started the podcast. Has never looked this clean, and it's sad. It's sad. There's two games on the board. We are in the conference championship week, and it starts off in Baltimore with the Chiefs visiting the Ravens. 
Um, before we jump into that, let's just go into our records. Me and Travis stand at five and five uh, for the playoffs, and John over there at seven and three. Uh, there you go, John. We won't catch go, up. Been gone for two weeks. And well, you kind of just catches far. If I go zero and two, and you both go two and zero, we'll all be tied. And then all of a sudden, it'll be down to the Super Bowl. I course. think we should make that happen somehow. That'd be kind of badass. I think both these games are going either way, but. Um, 3 p.m. Chiefs Ravens. Collins probably in the in the in the comments. Spamming you know, Chiefs all caps. You know his answer. <laughs> yeah, and then when the Ravens win, he's gonna be like, "Well, I'm a Lamar guy anyway, so." So. Can't go wrong. Yeah. Lamar or Patty, Colin, <laughs> if you're still in here. So I have a theory. Book it now in the comments. We all probably have the same theory, and we just need to touch on it. Yep, still yep, here. Still here. Colin, yep, I love Colin, here. bro. Lamar, Lamar, Patty. Trust. <laughs> I, lo- I love Colin, man. I got a theory. Yep. Is it the logo? It is the logo. Okay. Um, it is 100% the logo. So let me let me let me ask you guys this: the color of that said logo is red and purple, right? It is. Which, with the upset. Which let me let me tell you this. Let's let me tell you this, and this is why I went into the Bills game with no comments because I got I got a theory that the NFL is rigged. It's a business at the end of the day, man. <laughs> it's a business at the end of the day. And let me tell you. He's here. Let me tell you, man. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I was 100% convinced the NFL wouldn't be rigged if the Packers somehow beat the 49ers. But you tell me. You hear that, Flutie? You tell me. Why the hell did Jordan Love roll out to the right in the rain? It's raining. And throw the – oh, my God. He threw the ball in the triple (laughs) coverage. Triple coverage, man. The fuck are we talking about? I'm talking about the NFL being rigged, and I don't even need to. I'm going to give you my two games. This is the Super Bowl next week. I'll pick. I'll do my pickums. I'll make it nice and easy. It is going to be the Ravens 49ers. That's what the NFL wants. That's what the NFL has had right in front of your faces, folks. It's Ravens 49ers, and nobody can prove me wrong. Sorry, Colin. The Chiefs are not upsetting the Ravens. Um, and the Lions, as much as I want to see the Lions in the Super Bowl, I got a Ravens 49ers Super Bowl just because I think the NFL is rigged. I think it's pre. I think it's. I think. I think the Super Bowl is selected before Listen, it happens. All right. So NFWWE now on Netflix, by the way. That's right. Oh yeah. Ten year, five billion dollar deal, baby. That's crazy. So um, stock. I've heard cons- I've heard theories of the NFL being rigged, and I won't say. Um, I've heard the NFL doesn't want them to, Colin. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yup, still here. What's this paragraph? <laughs> Oh, Drew. Dude, I can't read that. I would love to understand DeMar, a defensive back, got the ball for the fake punt. I can name five other players that actually practice running the ball. Hey, man, he was there because if you watch the Bills game, he's always there when he plays. Fuck. Okay, but in in Drew's Drew's defense, it's still a terrible fucking call. I will will say this, though. If you're going to fake punt it, don't motion him four times, man. <laughs> it was a I terrible... was standing up there like, oh, wow. I wonder why the hell he's motioned four times. He hasn't done that all year, and they snapped the ball to him. It's a terrible play call. I don't really give a shit about it. I'm getting hot. But I'm just gonna to say... answer your question, they snapped it to him because if you put Ty Johnson there, well, then they definitely know you're going to fake it. I'm just going to I'm just gonna say this, though. Like, if I love you... DeMar Hamlin. What was, it, what was it, fourth and four? Uh-huh. Fourth and three? No, Shout it out was to like Mark. fourth and five. Fourth and five? Yeah. All right, long. well, Don't I'm keeping my offense out there. I'm just going to run with Josh anyway. That's what I'm going to do. If you're going to go for yeah. if you're going to fake punt it, I'm just going to keep my offense out and yes. Run, yes. With, yes. run with Josh at Ellen. Yes. Run yes. with your 6'5". Run, run with your only player on the offense that's effective right now. 
Yeah. I was the workhorse. I was making that argument to your dad. Just keep the offense out there and God, just have Josh take it by himself. Um, no, nah, it's a Disney movie. You gotta get it. He's the reason. You're welcome, man. I didn't mean to get hot. I love, I love Drew. Love ran into, by the way, ran ran into Drew at the game. He 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 was talking to us up in the, I wish. the stands. He yeah. was up there with us. Uh, shout out to Drew Pock. Um, um, but yeah, you, really, nobody's your, feeling my theory. Huh? To do your no, to to your defense, I have heard people. The proof's in the pudding. This isn't the first Super Bowl, man. This no. is two years in a row. So this let will be me, three years. I, can, I, can I ask you something then? Why does the NFA, NFL hate the Bills then? Because isn't it a better storyline if is. the Bills finally get over that? Yeah, next blah, year. Blah, blah, next blah. year's our year. You're asking me. You got to ask the guy Maybe in charge, Roger Goodell. I mean, I get it. I've seen all like what you were probably about to say. Like the past like couple years, the the colors and the well, the, the Super colors Bowl logo. and like I've seen videos of like. Maybe players missing tackles on purpose. Hold up. Speaking of missing fucking tackles. Oh, oh boy. Oh, Dave boy. Fucking Jackson sucks. <laughs> <laughs> he missed four fucking tackles. He's a bum. And by the way, that wide open Travis Kelsey corner route. Was his fault? It was cover three. He went to oh. a flat. Anybody that understands football, the corner has a deep third. Yep. He fucking sucks. He's a free agent. If he's back on this team, I'm watching Detroit <laughs> for the whole year. Well, you know just as well as I do. Brandon Bean's going to look at him and be like, that's our guy. Where was Elam? Exactly. I, I don't know. This that, is a team you, you can you play man. His coaches didn't put him in. You, coaching. You feed coaching. The, you feed Why the don't they hands. like him? I don't get it. You feed the hot hands. It doesn't make sense. Who was the hot? Oh, dude, I thought you were about to say Dan Jackson was the hot Dan Jackson is not. No. I almost put you through the wall. Does, any, does anybody else also kind of feel like, like, I, I got to give, I gave him the defensive potential MVP, but what the hell, what the hell with Rasul Douglas, man? We needed him in the biggest game, and. My man just looked like like I understand he might have, he might have still been not really feeling right. Probably was still banged up. Yeah, he, wasn't, a, he didn't seem like he was feeling right, well, man. I mean, Patty Mahomes made him look. Okay, let me just make sure that's all clueless. I need to yell about. Yeah, yeah. How's your blood pressure over there? Bad. I think as Bills fans, um, what really sucks is all of our lives are probably cut. A lot shorter than it would have been if we'd lived in anywhere else in the country and been fans of any other football team. I've said it all week. All I've said these past couple days. I just laugh at this point. Oh, this, this, I, I was, I, because you know what? I was not even shocked. I did take a screenshot of that. For you guys, it is uh, Philip Rivers and Tom Brady shaking hands. Josh Allen and the new Pat Mahomes. All right, dude. Uh, I, I'm, hey, I got my pick. The game? Yeah, I right, got. Let's my get it. Um, I. Like I said, I had the Ravens because that defense is just plain nasty. I said before the podcast, our linebackers healthy, Terrell Bernard, Matt Milano. They have Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen. Not to mention they, they also played a depleted Miami Dolphins linebacking crew. They did. Yeah. Um, and their, their defense is just fucking nasty. I can't yeah. get over the fact how nasty they are. Hopefully, they have Marlon Humphrey back this week. They didn't play him last. They played Ronald Darby. Uh, yeah, he should be good to go. I did um, see that. I have the Ravens. Um, I'm curious. I can't wait to hear what you guys say, John. Lamar, for one, is the MVP of the league this year, whether we agree or not. Um, Bro, the Eagles had a good defense last year. Eh. It's okay. That season, I think. That was... That okay. Ravens defense is just too nasty. I'm sorry. Yeah, but we see it year in and year out. Defense doesn't matter in the playoffs. It never has and it never will. Oh, this game. 
the Eagles had what? They broke the record for sacks, and they didn't have one on Mahomes. Defense doesn't matter. Colin, Colin's one of these guys that's going to be happy regardless this oh, week shit. because he's a Chiefs what? fan and then he's a Lamar, a Lamar fan. fan. So Well, then he won't be happy in the Super Bowl because the 49ers are going to take that W. Ideally, I want it to be a Ravens-Lions Super Bowl. I'm just a realist. It's a Ravens-49ers Super Bowl. Niners coming on top. CMC Super I'm Bowl I'm just MVP. curious, John. Okay, so going, I'm going to take, going going I'm gonna take the Ravens defense i think their offense the second half of that houston game was unstoppable oh yeah i think lamar's gonna be unstoppable so i'm gonna take the ravens uh you guys are both going niners i'm going niners i'm a big niners fan i love the niners uh but but i'll take detroit because i've been on their money line and they won me 30 bucks detroit detroit hashtag huge upset hashtag detroit i gotta actually have the motor city in the motor city real quick John, you were the only one to go to the Lions last week. Detroit fans 100% probably love you for that. You went with them last week. My guys. You're the only guy going with them this week on the podcast. Did you just – did you maybe just give Detroit their first Super Bowl appearance? Is it, would it be uh, their, yeah, their first Super Bowl appearance? Ever. Um, Ever, yeah. Yeah. Fuck uh, yeah, man. I, I do have a little bit of a reasoning. Okay, hit me. So, Debo is a 50-50 right now to play in the game. Yeah, that shoulder. Without Debo, their offense is quite pedestrian. I like Ayuk. Yeah, but they're just not the same offense yeah, without Brock Debo. Brock Purdy, system quarterback. With all the things he does. System quarterback. Um, yeah, I respect that. So, with that being said, Ooh, he... Detroit. <laughs> anyway, Detroit. Detroit's defense is getting hot. So, I'm going to pick the Lions. I, even though I think the Niners will probably win this game, I'm going to go with Detroit. And if Debo doesn't play, then I feel more confident in Detroit. So what will y'all say when Mahomes win? Uh, I'll say that congratulations, I was, I'll say that good I was, job. I'll say that I was wrong. I'll, I'll say that I was wrong and good job, Pat. Let Mahomes. me tell you. We'll let all me tell have you. Another Colin, in our Colin. Colin, Colin, if the Chiefs somehow do come out of this game, which I think is pretty damn hard, uh, the Ravens are a good football team. You got the NFL working against it because the NFL wants the Ravens in the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> Colin, if, if the Chiefs win, I will feel very, very happy about the fact that the NFL is not rigged. I will tell you that. The Chiefs make it back to the Super Bowl. Their color would not be it, – it, would be, it, it wouldn't make sense for the Super Bowl logo. So that would make me feel so much better as an NFL fan if you want the God's honest truth, um, especially if the Lions make the Super Bowl. Then I'll really feel like, you know what, the Bills might got a chance. Uh, but My brother pointed out yesterday that the, the – bottom color of the logo has been the winner i saw that too yeah. is it purple at the bottom or is it purple purple well baltimore enjoy your super bowl and as bills fans god that would feel so terrible well you know what's scary to Do me is the that logo out for next year i think uh-huh. i've seen a, i think i've seen the logo for next year is it blue? It's, it's blue i think it's blue and red oh that narrows it down hey just so you know the bottom's <laughs> red so if it is the bills on the top chiefs fellas fellas Okay. Fellas, I'm sorry. Okay. The Bills aren't winning the Super Bowl, but we knew that anyways because as long as Sean McDermott's head coach and not winning the Super Bowl. Maybe it's blue for Colts. Or maybe. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Right for a team, dude? Come on. My bad. Maybe. Might be blue for the we're Texans. Back next year, I'm excited to see Anthony Richardson I'm excited play. for that. How much money you guys got to spend this offseason? 
We got a good chunk. I forget mm-hmm. the exact amount. I'm, I think we're looking at like how many games is Anthony Richardson gonna play? You want Seven? that's you gotta want, feel. Gonna play the whole season. That's gotta feel so good, bro. Damn, you, you can say that with a straight dog? face. He's gonna play the. He's whole gonna season. play the whole season. <laughs> 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 we throw it on the board or something. I wish, dude, there's no, no, there's shot. no take. Put there's, it up and leave it then. No way he plays the right whole in permanent year. market. No way. He's gonna be a machine next year. I think he's gonna be like a thirty. Bro, the problem was that every time he got hurt. It wasn't even like any bone. The one was a bonehead on him because he let up in the end zone. He just got blasted. Yeah. Everything was just casual football was, play. Right. It, uh, the it AC. The AC was was a rush, hey, wasn't it? He got hit like. It wasn't even a uh, rush. He was just rolling Calvin out the pocket. Kind of played into tackled. the whole NFL's rig too. Wouldn't it make sense? I mean, Collins. A, he's a guest again this week. It seems. It feels like. <laughs> Just in the comments. Wouldn't it make sense to have a Swifty Super Bowl because of viewership? Yeah. Um, it would make sense. Or Jason um, Kelsey. This week, actually, the Chiefs-Bills game this week, most viewed ever, right? Yep, yeah, over that's, 50 million. That's, yeah. 50 million. That's, that's, see, that's that's just not the theory here, man. Theory is the Super Bowl logo. And I'm, and I'm here to tell you. The I'm here to tell you right now that if it's a Ravens 49ers Super Bowl and that's what we're talking about in the next podcast, you guys are like, wow, he might be on to something. I, I, I agree with you. I mean, it, it, it all lines up me, from the past like five me. six years. And so. then and then and then that that news channel that was like, uh, they were, oh yeah, yeah, and they, they were like at, the, me at the Ravens forty nine er Super Bowl. Like, come on, man, come on, you can't just you can't just leave it with the Super Bowl logo to like maybe make me feel like, ah, okay, maybe it's not true. Then you throw that out there and it's like, oh <laughs> shit, man. And I'm scratching my head and I'm like, this might be real. Last time Ravens and Niners were in the Super Bowl, isn't that the uh, the lights out game? Yes, wow. yeah. What was it, Colin Kaepernick versus Joe Flacco? Yeah. Because you'd be Usher. Harbaugh v. Harbaugh. I don't know, man. It's tough. So, I got I got Ravens 49ers Super Bowl. Is that what you got, that's Ravens right. 49ers Super Bowl? That's what I, I got. Mean, we got a Ravens-Lions Super Bowl over there from you. That, <laughs> that's what the NFL world wants, <laughs> man. That's what America wants. That's, that's, like. that's what I, I – if I'm sitting there watching the Ravens uh, Ravens-Lions Super Bowl, I'm jumping for joy. Pretty much the way I look at it is – uh, I don't really give a who who from the AFC makes it. I just want NFC to win. Either team, don't. Yeah, care. I'm yeah, right I with you. I, I said agree. that today. Yeah, I agree. Um, and certainly, I don't think I don't think it's gonna be the Chiefs, brother. Well, we'll see, man. NFL, NFL is like you know what? It's the Ravens and the 49ers. That's I'm gonna right. be a damn good reel, and you know it. All right. We're It'll gonna a, we're gonna repost that reel from you getting absolutely hammered. Couple months ago, when I said I just don't think the Chiefs make the Super Bowl, well, I got hammered. It won't be getting reposted if they do make the Super Bowl. I'll no, tell it you will that. not. But it will be refreshing if they do lose. Um, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's your conference championship, folks. That's 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 the shortest weekly pick em of my life. Sad. But the good news is, next we're, we'll, we'll, it will be. But next this this week, we're on to my favorite segment of Who's the Man? Who's the Man? You know what? You know what's a real heartbreaker is what's what do we always do after the Who's the Man segment? We break down the the Bills next game. Oh fuck! You just lost a segment. And and now Shit. we're down a segment, and I don't know what to do. We'll talk more. Who's, who's Couple weeks you're gonna lose another one. I'm just gonna start yelling. Who's yeah. our pickums? Who who who's John starting? Who's okay. okay? I thought you said you were starting. No, but I can. Oh, you, he, he he's a big boy. He can. <laughs> Oregon State. Okay. 
Drafted by the Eagles, 218th overall. Got it. You're weird. In 2013. You know what? Yeah. You got it too? Wait, 2018? He said 2013. Oh, yeah. You got it? Yeah. You got it? You want to both just say it? I got it with the Oregon State. He might have played his last game as a Buffalo Bill this week. You guys are fucking Jordan Jordan Boyer. Oregon State Beavers. That's right. I'm leaving out these colleges, dude. This dude's weird. (laughs) Weird. It was either. We both. Can I at least read the rest of my fucking thing? I don't even want to. (laughs) He's pissed. It was either Jordan. Good shit, boys. (laughs) It was either Jordan Boyer. Or I know my guy, Isaiah Hodgins, who should have been balling out this year in the Giants, went to Oregon State. Who Isaiah wants it next, who? man? Isaiah, H- what? I said, who wants it next? I'll do it next. We're going to order. Isaiah who? Isaiah, come on, you know his name. Isaiah who? I wish oh, he would have worked out for the Bills. Isaiah who? All right, uh, six-round pick by the Bills in 2018. Got it. God damn it. <laughs> Got him. What? <laughs> Bills, Panther. All right, so his teams. Sean McDermott. Bills, Panthers, Bills again in 2019-2020, Steelers, Niners. Oh, I got it. Yeah. He is currently in the playoffs. Yeah, he's got it. I don't got it. He caught caught Josh Allen's first touchdown pass in the preseason. Yes, he did. Yeah, that's kind of hard. 78 receptions, 633 yards, one touchdown. He is a return specialist. Oh. He's currently in the playoffs. Yeah. What for the – what – yeah, one of those four teams. Yes. Ray Ray? Ray Ray. Ray Ray. That's what I just put down. We are Ray fucking Ray. flying through this. Why didn't you give me Clemson, dude? I would have yeah. had it. Because I knew it. Damn, yeah, these know, segments are supposed to be. I'm done, done with the college. college. It's going to be a long off Yeah, I'm boy. done with giving you guys colleges. I'll do it. Hey, guys, did you know while a senior in high school, he was selected to the Florida Marlins in the 2009 Major League Draft? It's a fact. I didn't know that. Okay. I didn't know cool. it, but I, I knew he was like a Okay. Should have started off with that one. I know, dude. I'm making mine harder, dude. Yeah. Now, now Fuck, I just now, damn it. Now I just feel bad. <laughs> nah, that's cool. Wait, Oregon State got him. Oregon State. Like, I know. There's only there's literally three guys that went to to Oregon State. I'm like, nah. I guess I'll just put it in. I feel bad. Yeah, you guys ain't getting a college anymore. Uh, you guys are gonna get my college, and it's, it might not it. help, man. Went to Pittsburgh State and signed an undrafted in 2003. Two-time Pro Bowler. Played for the Bills for 13 total seasons. Voted the Bills' 50th anniversary all-time team. He played for the Bills between 2001 and 2012. He totaled 42,867 punting yards in his career. What about a punter? Oh, I don't know his name. And I am going to be real disappointed because... You know who he is, though. Yeah, I don't know his name. I can picture him punting. 2001 to 2013? 2001 to 2012. He was with the Bills all 11 years. Yep. Long time. He played. He, he had a he had a real short stint after he got cut in 2012 by the Bills with the Dallas Cowboys. But that you would never remember him from the Dallas Cowboys. There's only one reason why I chose this guy, bro. I can't think of his name. I'm, I'm gonna even throw this out as a sixth fact. As sixth Bills little hint. legend. He wasn't. Not only is he a Bills legend, he was he was brought back this week to help shovel the Bills out of their stadium. Oh, um, yeah, come on. Fuck, what's his name? Mm. Um, didn't have a great performance in the po- uh, Pro Bowl. Oh, uh, got hit stick by Sean Taylor. Um, Rest in peace. Took me a while to get to it. I know exactly who it is. What's but. his name? Oh, come on, Travis. Uh, hmm. that's his name, right? 
Show me, man. That's his name, right? Or am I? Oh! No, that's not his name. Ooh, God damn it. What's Travis. that? Travis. What's down Ryan Liddell. Travis. Travis. He said the original wide right. Travis just hit us with Scott Norwood. No. <laughs> Andrew oh, Salatosi, Brian Mormon, baby. Brian Mormon. I got it. Mormon. That's the only punter I can think of. That's the only punter I can think of. Norwood I know it was. Oh, he was a kicker. Yeah. And he and he missed the. the He's the original right. He is the original. In nineteen like ninety one. Brian Mormon. Jeez. I can't think of his name. Yeah, Brian Mormon. It was all over social media all week. I couldn't think of his name. Scott, I know he's a kicker, but it's the only name I can think of. I was with you, and then it, it hit me. Yeah, disrespect. It is disrespect. Oh, man. Hey, uh, so I moved to 21. No, you're at 20. I, oh, I already changed yours. Oh, okay. He's going to give himself an extra point. Well, in my defense, I didn't know the Mormon. Name. Yeah, should, Mormon. I'm at 12. Travis I can't stays think. at 11. I can't think of his. I couldn't think of his name for some reason. Oh, he really did put the Richardson bulletin board up there. Good job, Drew. Anthony Richardson out week one with a hangnail. Oh, wouldn't that be some Boys. shit though? Boys, don't even say that. The Bills, Bills seasons, Bills seasons obviously over. This would normally be the segment where you know we'd break, we'd break down. Our next opponent. There is no next opponent. We don't even know who the hell the next opponent is. Uh, the next, the next thing that we have to focus on is the Bills' off season. And um, I guess you know what we went into this a little blind tonight. We didn't have we didn't have anything planned for the after the Who's the Man segment. Uh, what, I got a little something something for you guys. I got a, I got a conversation to spark up too. All right, here we I'll go. Uh, I'll, you go first. All righty. Here we go. So when Allen's press conference he said that McDermott has never stepped in the way of what the offense wanted to do and then today uh in McDermott's end of the year press conference he also reinstated that he he what did he say something like I'm I cut my teeth with Andy Reid some I don't know some old man saying thing yeah I, I did not know he was but he is a saying. he's a pass first kind of guy that's what he wants his offense to be Coupled up with Allen saying that, it really does lead me to believe that we do have a big offensive coordinator problem. Also, I kind of want to get you guys' thoughts. Is, is Brady in? Is he out? I I know I, we kind of hit on here's, it. But here's my problem this, this, is I think Brady – I think I think they should look elsewhere for an offensive coordinator. They should like, – do their due they, they should do their due diligence. They should interview other guys, and I hope they do. Um, I think the problem with the Buffalo Bills, the problem with the staff right now, the problem with Brandon Bean is they, for some odd reason, will never bring in a guy that's outside of this staff, and it drives me nuts. I Like I alluded to earlier, I think Joe Brady is not a bad offensive coordinator. I do think Joe Brady is not the best offensive coordinator for Josh Allen. I truly think that. I really hope that they can somehow find somebody that can maybe scheme wide receivers open a little bit better. Um, it just runs it all around. I, I want I to have an, some sort of identity. You're right. It felt like this year they could run the ball at times. There was times that they could kind of sling the ball around a little bit. This year felt like it was just – it seemed like nails on a chalkboard when they tried to throw the ball this year. Um, they didn't have an identity. I miss that. I, I, I do – it made me miss the days when we could sling the ball for 350 yards a game yeah. and not run. I, I would I miss those days when we were able to sling the ball for 350 and unfortunately only run the ball for 78 because at least you knew we could pass the ball. Right. Um, now it just seemed like there was times where none of it worked. 
Uh, and you're right. I think that's an offensive coordinator problem. Uh, I think Joe Brady had a solid uh, interim little like audition. run there. Um, I think it's a solid audition. It got him a head coaching interview with the Falcons, which don't read into that as much as as much as you guys, uh, as much as some guys did. A lot of people read into that as like, yeah. wow, holy, holy shit. But, but these teams have to do their due diligence. Joe Brady was in the top eight as far as offensive coordinators for uh, getting into the playoffs. Um, top eight offenses, like as far as the final eight teams. So, of course, that's a guy that's like, okay, we should probably do our due diligence. He's not going to get a head coaching job. Uh, and I would say – the Bills should look elsewhere. Problem is, I don't think they do. Yeah, you're completely right. Um, yeah, they. I don't think they do because one, uh, McDermott and Bean said that Josh has a huge saying in who their offense coordinator is next, and he really likes jo- Joe Brady. And I think it stays that way for at least the next season. Don't forget, guys. Uh, if Brady gets elevated to be the full time. Uh, OC, they got to bring in somebody to be the quarterback coach. Yeah. So essentially, it might start the cycle again. And after Joe Brady is gone, we're going to move the yeah. quarterback coach to the OC. So, because he was under Joe Brady's wing. On the Brady's talk of coaches, and... man, my boy, my favorite coach. Bobby Babbage. Bobby Babbage. He's going to get snagged, and I yes, knew it was is. coming. He's gonna... It's either going to be him or Washington that's going to get snagged. And surprisingly, I don't know how it's not going to be both. And who have all I have the Giants? Feeling... Bobby Babbage is underrated, man. He is. I have a feeling McDermott will try to sweeten the pot a little bit with him and coin him the defensive coordinator, whether McDermott calls plays or not. I think either him or Washington will get elevated to – the defensive coordinator spot to keep him. That's a solid point. Uh, yeah. Uh, Matthew Smiley is fucking out of here. If he's, I okay. I walked out of this table <laughs> calling for Tyler Bass's job. I should have been calling for his job as well. What, what makes me so upset is we had one of the best special teams unit with Heath Farwell. Um, after that 13 seconds game, it, the, the team had to fire somebody. It was unfortunately him. You bring in Smiley, and our special teams look like shit. Yeah, McDermott. Especially this year. He did point out in his press conference that our special teams was widely inconsistent this year. It, it was poor. I mean, I mean, we look at other McDermott coach teams. You look at just, like, the Belichick coach teams. People forget special teams is a quarter of the game. It's a third of the game. Mm-hmm. And, and to be given up kick returns, punt returns – to be shanking punts in the most important yeah. game of the year. Yeah. I mean, I think he's gone. Sure, if he's not, I'd be a little upset. Yeah, it's. It, I mean, it's funny you say that. The season started with a uh, special teams mistake and ended with mm-hmm. a handful of special teams mistakes. Uh, I am shocked that Matthew Smiley is still currently employed by the Buffalo Bills. He's gone. I am shocked that it has taken this long to – I, I have no doubt in my mind after hearing that in the press conference that, that mm-hmm. that'll likely be addressed. It probably will likely be addressed. 100%. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see. I was going to – you know what I was – and I'm glad you mentioned that. I was going to ask, uh, and it slipped in my mind when I went on my little rampage there. Um, do you think we elevate somebody in that defensive coordinator spot, or do you think that we keep it how we did this past year? Uh, so, I don't know if you guys caught uh, – McDermott or Beans press conference press conferences today. Can't bring myself to it. 
What'd you say? I couldn't bring myself to it. I just, like oh, I said okay. in the group chat earlier, they were, they were I read good. the quotes, the important stuff. Oh, okay. What is this? But you did watch their press conferences? Yeah. Uh, McKenna sent me this from 7 News, WKBW, off of the Facebook. As of Tuesday evening, 10 Lives Club has received hundreds of donations totaling more than 146000 that, com- that is Tyler Bass's foundation, mm-hmm. correct? Yes. Yep. That comes from 98% of Bill's Mafia, yeah, not the 2% that yeah, we were talking yeah, about. What the fuck was I just saying? You were you were talking about... Uh, the, you were talking about... Oh, yeah. Uh, so, um, McDermott went first. He was asked, hey, are you going to call plays? He said he enjoyed it. It made him closer to the team he felt, blah, blah, blah. Brandon Bean was asked. He said... They're all going to sit down, him, McDermott, Pagula, and if it makes sense, then if McDermott wants to, he'll probably call plays, but I think you elevate somebody to the defensive coordinator spot, which I hope is Babbage because I really want him to stay. Yeah, I don't disagree. I don't disagree in the slightest. He's We've talked about it. He's developed countless guys on now what Milano. Was, say Milano. Uh, Bernard, Bernard, and it wasn't he wasn't he a D backs coach at one point too. Yep, uh, there are a handful of DBs and that, that the Bills was, have had uh, in Teron Johnson, him, he was the coordinator for the first couple of years of uh, Hayden Poyer, mm-hmm. Tredavious. I mean, our corners are, are always good. Whether that's a testament to McDermott and Babbage, whoever, you can throw in Bumley by Wallace. You can throw in. Bum-ass Dane Jackson, and they're going to do a job. I would say they were all serviceable. Like McDermott did add in the press conference um, that they've spoken with Terry Pagula, and he and they've admitted that there's been growing um, frustration with Terry Pagula. Mm-hmm. And they said that Pagula gets that it takes time or he gets that it's hard to win the Super Bowl, but he's growing frustration. So – Maybe next season, if we don't get to the promised land or we don't cross the finish line, is next year it for McDermott? Oh, okay. All right. I didn't hear this part. Pagula did – they did admit that Pagula is growing frustration. Who said this? McDermott. Oh, good. Yeah, but Pagula also <laughs> can't get his thumb out of his ass and fire anybody. So. Yeah, I'm not going to. It goes uh, both ways. So, you, see, you see that shirt this guy's wearing? That's that's right there yeah. a scary reason for Pagula to own one of your one of your professional sports teams. Yeah. I wish he would sell the team, truthfully. I, I, I love what he did with the community and all that. I mean, he's part of the change here. But, I mean, he's not even at games. Yeah. He's not that You see other owners, they're there. They're in a box. I don't think Jerry Jones has missed a game in 157 years. That's Jerry's so, world, man. I, Jerry world. I, 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 just, I can say that I haven't seen Terry. Well, okay, so this is this – is, it's a here's, t- well, here's, it's a tough. Here's here's where it's interesting. I get it. His we, wife we, and all well, that. We haven't been into the stadium early, really once at all this season. To when I did get there early, I can remember. I can remember countless times seeing him and Brandon being on the field, walking with each other at the same time. So I don't. I don't does he really not go to the games? Never see pitchers. No, see I, I never do either. But like, like I, I think you can back me on this. I, we'll we've see seen him on constantly the field talking on the, to Brandon Bean while like walking with each other in their suits, to, like while they're warming, warming up. Um, I think I think he has to be there, like in his in his box. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm just bullshitting because I don't like Pagula. But <laughs> well, I don't I don't disagree. Pagula's again 
that right there is a reason why I'm yeah. afraid of what the Bills could turn into. That Sabres shirt, but. I didn't, did, I didn't know that you was... have. You had a conversation. Oh, yeah, let's get into oh, it. Let's get into um, top of my thing, Poyer and Hyde, man. That was the end of it. Yeah, I don't yeah, think. That's the one last dance, man. Um, that was the last home game, last game yeah. of them. But I think that was the last game of not just Micah Hyde, but Jordan Poyer, too. He yeah. did sign a two-year contract, but it's voidable. It's voidable, and I think he signed that contract just for 23 and 23. Mm-hmm. One more season alongside his running mate, Micah Hyde. So it's interesting because uh, Micah Hyde was asked, like, hey, you going to come back, this, that, the other, are you still going to play? And he said, I have to take some time, talk to my family, you know, the, the whole spiel. Health-wise, I, I have a feeling if you can get him cheap, a couple million for another year, I think you keep Poyer as well. You eat that money. One more last dance. Right. But I, I think it's going to be at a different role. Like, the way they use Poyer this year and that dime look, I think he'll primarily only play maybe half the snaps, I think. Same thing with Micah, cut back on snaps because, truthfully – you need a veteran there that's not named Demar Hamlin or Cam Lewis because you gotta go young now. You, you think, you think they bring both of them back? I, I'm saying there's a chance. I think if Micah, oh yeah, there's always a you chance. can grab Micah for cheap. There's always a chance with the Bills organization. I, I think one stays simply because you have to go young at safety now, and your veteran is Demar Hamlin and Cam Lewis. And I'm right. sorry. They're both yeah, bad. Yeah, that that that's that is scary. So, no. So would you like to? I know Taylor Rapp was a one year deal. Uh, you, I think Taylor Rapp should come back. You think you have he, the money if you can swing it. So I think Taylor Rapp should come back. I don't know if you guys and draft seen, a safety. Well, yeah, I know about that, but I don't know if you guys seen what Amanda Hyde posted on Instagram today. Um, her her little yeah her little post thing. Was, was it a goodbye? It essentially sure as hell seemed like it was a goodbye because it started off by saying. When we left Green Bay to come to Buffalo, she was like, I was like, oh, God, Buffalo. And then, and then she goes on to say how much – how much. Well, she, when she left Green Bay, she was like – she would, they were like, oh, God, nothing's going to beat Packers fans. Nothing's going to beat Green Bay. And then she said we came to Buffalo and everything changed. Buffalo's the best – Buffalo's the best city, like, for football, best fan base. All this goes on to go on about how Mike – like, Micah's career, all this stuff. Just sure as hell seemed like – a goodbye post more mm-hmm. than a my husband's coming back to play one more year with you guys post. It seemed like the, right. it seemed like an early indication of what we could see in the next couple next upcoming couple of weeks. Yeah, we'll see. It's ultimately it's up to him how his body feels, how the team feels about bringing him back. I just I have the uh, stats from their tenure. If it is the last little, little dance. Oh yeah, you got to hit me with that. Yeah, like a hide. To. Regular season career, 95 games started, 298 solo tackles, 10 TFLs, 16 picks, 42 pass, defended, and three forced fumbles. Jordan Poyer, this actually shocked me. I did not realize how good Poyer actually was with us. 107 games started, 474 solo tackles. These are solo tackles. These aren't even the combined tackles. Yeah. 35 TFLs, 22 picks, 48 pass defended, and eight forced fumbles. In seven seasons. Mm-hmm. They were both – obviously, they are both all pros in 2021. I mean, you want to talk about – you want to talk about a safety tandem. 
I mean, and they're both widely credited for turning around this organization. Those were the two culture. guys that, when Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean got hired, those were the two guys that they mm-hmm. went for first. I, uh, those were yeah. their number one priorities. I can look back to Sean McDermott and Sean McDermott's first head coach. Uh, his game, his first game as a head coach, Bills Jets season opener, home opener, uh, and game closing interception by none other than I believe Micah Hyde, mm-hmm. and uh, Jordan Porter almost got his hands on one too. That that year, like like if we're just gonna reminisce on their career, that year was just like I'm sure you guys remember. It was like it just felt like every time a ball was batted in the air. Micah Hyde or Jordan Poyer was just coming out of Scooping the boondocks right. out of nowhere, intercepting yep. the ball. Um, shout out, shout out. If it really is can, a career, man. Can we get a quick favorite favorite memory? That's fire. Just real quick. That close, is fire. Let's do close it. up the episode the on, a, on, a, on a nice note. Me and Chris aren't going to yell at each other anymore. We're, which we, we know is with all love. All love, all man. Love. Just, um, we're all good, man. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I got one, and it's going right. to come from Micah Hyde. Um, I'll, actually, I'll give one for both. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go Micah Hyde's interception against the Patriots uh, in the playoffs. That's mine, too. Uh, that, was right, that, was, that was right in our end zone right there. That was the single-handedly the best play I've ever seen mm-hmm. uh, in, in person. Uh, that that was amazing. And then Jordan Poyer, um, I, I got a couple different things. But mm-hmm. when, I, when I think of Jordan Poyer, uh, I just his, his story, for one, I just want I want to allude to that Came real quick. Uh, jo- Jordan Poyer to to come to Buffalo as a nobody and be and should be an All Pro safety. Like I mean, I feel like this this secondary has gotten crucified with with respect, but. That's 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 an all all pro po, uh, a guy that you know had he came up from nothing, um, you know he has a, an amazing story with the whole alcohol abuse thing and mm-hmm. then coming back from that. Uh, my favorite play on the field, probably. I I love I love like what God was it, was it that 2017 season or maybe it was like 2019 or maybe I don't remember but Jordan Poyer had a. Uh, had a pick six on, I believe, Tom Brady in Foxborough, and that that right there, mm-hmm. like that that's just I look at something like that and it's just yep. like I love that. Um, oh, you know what? No, I'm gonna agree with I'm gonna agree with Drew. Jordan Poyer against the Baltimore Ravens. Jordan Poyer, that's a guy that has grit. That's a guy. That's a guy that 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 mm-hmm. loved playing for the Bills. Jordan Poyer broke his ribs and drove yep. to that game. If yeah, you guys don't remember. Yeah, and then yep. and then and then got his and that interception got absolutely crucified. Shout out to Drew. Um, I'm gonna agree with both. I'm gonna agree. We both mm-hmm. have the same same memory. Those two are mine right there. Uh, Micah Hyde comes in a, the Miami game. That was such an awesome play. He not only did he catch the ball in midair, but he spun in midair, voided the tackle, off to the house, off to the races. Uh-huh. To Forgot win the, about to that. win the game. That's fire. It was just the ultimate move. He's not only jumping for the ball in midair, but he's spinning while he does it. Rolls off the rolls off his play. Uh, one of his players takes it to the house. Jordan Poyer, nothing. I mean, he's had a lot of plays for the Bills, but I just love when he. I just absolutely love when he lays the actual boomstick on somebody. Mm-hmm. I love the boomstick, whether he gets flagged or not. I just love when he just absolutely lays the blue boomstick on anybody and everybody. It could be a tight end. It could be a wide receiver. It could be the quarterback. It could be anybody. I love that about Jordan Poyer. Hard hitter. Yeah. So, Drew actually took mine. I was going to reference driving to that game. I mean, just what a dog for us. I mean, all last year banged up. Two years ago banged up. Still was able to play 107 games for us. I mean, 
that's a football player right there. Uh, a little recency bias, but I, I think his punch out in this last game is just so under the like nobody cares about it. That is a tremendous play. Mm. Absolutely tremendous play. If that's his last play, known play for us, then I'm glad makes, it is. Makes me want to tear up, man, almost. Yeah. Uh, Micah, Micah, man, you sucks, took mine. He, he ran Fuck, what man. felt like from the Bills' sideline to intercept Fuck, that ball. Man. Fuck, man. I'm crying. I'm almost going to hey, cry, bro. Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde, they might be gone. Jordan Poyer, like, dude, you walk into the Bills' stadium – and over the last couple of years, I mean, I, I did, new season ticket holder right here, but over the last couple of years, it's just like you're walking through the tunnels, dude, and it's a picture of Micah Hyde on the on the wall. It's a picture of Jordan mm-hmm. Porter on the wall. They run out together when they're introduced. It's just emotional, man. It is when you think about it. That makes me want to tear up, bro. I'm not going to lie. As a, as a Bills fan, as a football fan, damn, man. Damn, man. Yeah. And that, it could be it. It, it likely is it. It's, it's two incredible stories to even get here, man. Cry for the content. My boy. Let it lose. J-Cobb. Huh. J-Cobb, man. Yeah. Hey, man, if that was their last. emotional. It's, what, what a ride. If that was their last ride with us. I'm sorry we didn't get you a Super Bowl. I'm sorry. Man, they, they just looking back, I mean, dude, they just changed everything. They did, dude. They just changed the everything. The Bills defense. They, they quite literally, you're right, they changed everything. They embodied what, what it was to be a Buffalo Bill. Not to mention, man. McDermott's first draft pick, Tredavious White, also helped there. I mean, if if this is it for him, this might be his, the end of his career for what we know right. as of right now. Those three guys, Milano. The heart and soul of that defense. I mean, you, you're talking about four dogs that, <sighs> hey, man, without them, I don't know if we're sitting here even talking about the Bills being in any sort of playoff games. Right. Damn, man. I could even went with Micah's pick six on Patrick Mahomes. I don't know if you remember that. I do, yeah. I, the, the Patriots one was just so fucking sick. It was, I mean, that it was, was that was Micah, such a touchdown. That's Micah's. That's Micah's play for me, man. I'll never, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that. Just not even just because of Micah, but just because of that's our first home playoff game of my lifetime that I got to watch. And like, and the way the boomstick. I mean, the yeah. actual boomstick on a Bill Belichick team was just amazing. What a play, man. What a play. What 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 a career from both those guys. Both careers as Buffalo Bills, both of them. Ah, man, it's gonna suck. It's gonna suck. But hey, man, what a season from our Bills, man. Yeah, yeah. From I think six and six to winning your division to unfortunately going out. I mean, yeah. This is a season I think we're gonna look back on and be like, wow, they did that. You you heard Travis Kelsey I after the game? Can't believe a lot of people took that as disrespect to me. No, what do you say? I can't believe you guys got here. Like, to Josh. To Josh. Oh. A lot of people are like, think, oh, that's so disrespectful. It's respect, that, man. That, that's respect. That's credit. Oh, I did see that. I think man. Travis Kelsey, I wish it, if he wasn't so like far on the back end of his career, I think Travis Kelsey has a little thing for, for Josh, if you had to ask me. Think so? I, think he just likes, <laughs> I think he just likes Josh Allen, man. Interesting. I just. Chris with the conspiracies. Today. You ever hear those two, the way they talk with each other? I think, yeah. I think, he, I think it kind of makes me think like. You know, if he ever had, the, if he had the chance, maybe he would want to. Maybe he'd want to give a chance with, uh, with JA seventeen. Well, one year throwing him the ball. Day. I'm just, I'm just messing around though. Um, yeah, what a season. Uh, what a podcast. Obviously, unfortunately, not not the terms we wanted. I, 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 I thought I, 
I thought the way it was set up in my head that this was going to be the, la- the the first time we'd be making a podcast with no Bills game. I thought maybe it would be maybe it would be the big one, man. Maybe it would be the Super Bowl, but unfortunately, here we are. We had our classic divisional round exit, and all I gotta say, as always, go Bills, go Bills, go Detroit. Mm-mm.